Hi, and welcome to Tangent Ever After, the podcast about storytelling. My name is Lucas, and there is a possum in my car today. Joining me is... Hi, my name is Ben, and 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> so, for those of you that are movie buffs, you probably recognize that. Um, today's topic is the Back to the Future trilogy. Not Black to the Future from Family Guy, but Back to the Future. Yes. So I'm going to be honest, for the longest time, I did not really care to see Back to the Future because I don't know why. It just wasn't on my priority list. Um, I wanted to see Canada, go to Hawaii, jump out of a helicopter, many things. All of those things are things that I... Well, I've been to Canada, but other than that, uh, I would say that those are still very good things to, to want to do. Really? Jumping out of a helicopter? I wouldn't expect that from you. Well, more plane for me than helicopter, because I'm pretty sure helicopter is probably way more dangerous. You, you know what? You're probably right, especially after um, I've read so many accidents on sets with involving helicopters. It's like, why does Hollywood even use these? Oh. Less so much anymore now that drones exist. Right. Anyways, back to the main tangent. Back to the future. Um... Ben, that's. They know that I really didn't care to see it. Ben, why don't you give us a little background between you and that series? So, I don't know if I can really source it initially, but I remember it being one of the first movies I remember seeing when I was younger, uh, and then subsequently first trilogies. And I I didn't know that movies other than that franchise had trilogies. I I was never a um, I was never a Star Wars person, so so for me, Back to the Future was my first real movie trilogy of movies that bled into each other in terms of, of the same story. Uh, and I know in previous podcasts, um, I've given Lucas crap about um, not seeing the Back to the Future trilogy, and this summer um, we actually got together, and I got to thankfully be... The person to sit him down and, and uh, have him watch the, the trilogy for the first time. And it was, by the way, for, for anyone watching who is, I'm watching, yeah, listening, who has uh, uh, seen the trilogy and or shown that to their friends, it is a glorious experience that I'm sure uh, at least some of you listening uh, could either remember seeing for the first time or remember showing to somebody for the first time, and it's it's fantastic. I love it. I love every second of the of the trilogy. I know it's flawed in many ways, but I don't care. I still love it. So my first comment is that I was cold the whole time because um, I'm from the South, but that's different. Um, I do enjoy the series. Um, I don't go crazy over it like Ben does, but I do enjoy it, and I see why people enjoy it so much. Um, maybe it's because I saw it so late in life. Um, I say so late, like I'm gonna. I, 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 I will say that um, I think for many people, as w- myself included, it was our first introduction to one time travel, travel, and two the sci-fi genre in general. That's interesting because my entry to the sci-fi in general was, um, well, Doctor Who. I bet. Yes and no, because um, I did watch Doctor Who when I was a kid, but I had no idea what was going on because I was like three to five, and it's like no one has the best attention span at that time. 
Um, but also, was, that would have been old Doctor Who, so nobody definitely had any idea what the hell was going on. I, as an adult, I do. As a kid, it's just like, so when does Arthur come on? When does um? <laughs> when does I need Thomas Arthur and Magic School Bus and 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 shoot, what was the other one? Thomas the Train. All about Thomas the Train. Oh yeah. No, it's it's not Thomas the Train. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. Is is the original title. Thomas the Train is a very new addition. Don't don't get me da- don't get me started on Thomas. That will be a tangent for next time for realsies, or maybe not. <laughs> Thomas and Winnie the Pooh for next time for sure. Oh yeah, um, oh love Winnie the Pooh. Um, I believe it was either Star Wars or Star Trek that was my introduction to. Um, oh hey, text message. An introduction um, to science fiction. Uh, I will say that time travel. I don't know how, but my little eight-year-old hands got my, I my little eight-year-old self got my hands on the VHS version of um, the Time Machine. So it's like, oh, my first ever time travel thing. Is that that early? No, it wouldn't have been the early two thousands one. What was the old old one? It's from the nineteen sixties where they're just um, converting oh, anything into movie. Wow. Film. Okay. I. Shoot, I don't even know if that I don't. I don't even know if that I knew that existed because I know there was an old um, journey to center to the center of the Earth, which oh, I do I love remember. That movie. Yeah. I have that somewhere. Great. I actually have um, a version of the old um, radio audio drama so, somewhere on one of my computers. Okay. I need to go back. <laughs> and it's to- fantastic. It's like that and the music and like like it is so. Like I would say, functionally indistinguishable from that seven sixties seventies era movie. That it's just it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, I'm just gonna book uh, my flight to Pittsburgh for this weekend. Um, see you in a few okay. days. <laughs> I'll just send you the file. Jeez. Or that. <laughs> um, it's 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 probably like seven megabytes, even though it's like twenty minutes long, if not longer. You're probably right. Um. Anyways. Uh, we got a, we got a tangent about that later. <laughs> uh, so yes, it was not my first exposure to science fiction, but um, I don't know what that says about me. Were my parents more? Uh, I don't know. Smart. <laughs> oh wow, that's good. That's a low blow. Thanks. No, um, <laughs> not smart, but no. Somehow, uh, it, it 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 really depends on what you're consuming. I think. Um, there's something to, I mean, I grew up on, you know, with basic cable, I guess you could say. So it's like my, everything that was experienced, at least for me in terms of movies and, and media and, and genres happened to be with like, Hey, this is on TNT or TBS or, Oh man, what was the other channel? There were all these, basically three different networks. Uh, that that were like these are the ones showing movies, and it is again. I, I think I, I may have talked about this in the past uh, on the podcast or, or something. But but like my, like my dad was the one who introduced me to, to a lot of these movies, and it was sitting and 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 be like, hey, we like come and I I don't fully understand like come snuggle up on the couch or or we're gonna watch this movie. And I don't really remember the context of it, but I do remember like. Hey, it's a commercial. Go get go get cookies and come back. And we're watching this movie, and 
Uh, that's that's like that, those are my fondest memories of of just like watching watching cable movies and and not realizing until I was probably about twenty that so many of the movie the movies one cut out cut out content for commercials and two cut out a lot of like swearing and stuff. Like swearing Greek cut out on this podcast. <laughs> I, did, I I I don't. Um, I don't know if it's. I, I'm sure it to some degree is is the actors for certain uh, networks coming in to re-record lines for the voiceovers. Because I remember, I'm thinking about this recently. I was watching. Um, I'm watching React channels for uh, um, for different movies, and and one of them has been going through the Lethal Weapon movies, and those movies are very, very, very rated R. But my memory of some of the lines are words like crap and hell, and those are not the words that are in the original movie. Actually, a really good example is um, the network um, television edition of uh, Breakfast Club, where it's like, eat my shorts, and like it doesn't match the lips, it uh, sounds very yeah. recorded. Uh, which is funny because I've seen Breakfast Club. I, the, the thing is, like, I, I, I know that line more as eat my shorts than anything else. I, I, I've I've seen the original, but to me, it's still eat my shorts. Right, and I'm I'm just like, wait a second. Uh, we can tangent about which breakfast. makes me think of The Simpsons more than anything else. <laughs> right. Um, where was I going with this? So, I'm gonna say I was surprised with this film um, series. Uh, I had I hadn't seen all of part one, but I had seen like clips of it, like when I was airing on network television. But it's like, okay, still flipping through the channels. Yeah, I I imagine like at, at this point in time, whether you're whether you're uh, um, Gen X, uh, millennial, or Gen Z, like like you're gonna hit like at least no clips through the cultural lexicon. But but seeing everything in context kind of changes things a bit. Yeah, um, I will say like I knew the plot and like generally a vague outline of like he's in the past his mom wants to uh <laughs> um, well that was a thing even even when the movie was made about uh there were uh, i think they took it to disney and disney was and even disney was like whoa no <laughs> but i can think all the dark stuff disney was doing in the 80s it's like oh okay they put their foot down on that subject you, you 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 like you you were okay with 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 murder and death and and exploitation, but incest? No, too too far for Disney apparently. Um, it's too far for a lot of people. And you say HBO or George R R Martin. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, huge credit to um, Zemeckis, the director, and um, really the interplay between uh, um, Christopher Lloyd and and. Um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, why am I forgetting his name? I'm gonna just call him Marty McFly. But yeah, the interplay between those characters, like, it's played comedically. Yeah, I agree. Which, which is why it works. All right, and um, I because it is it is dark. It is really dark if if you play it dark. Well, I but just... if you play it as a joke, and if you play it like what what. The the moment that that for me solidifies it as being like this is just awkward and weird is when Lorraine puts uh, her hand on Marty's thigh and like and squeezes it and Marty gets like okay I gotta go now it's like that that's the whole thing of like Marty his name is Calvin 
<laughs> That's your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein? <laughs> it's written all over your underwear. I, I, side comment, side comment. Um, How can his family afford Calvin Klein when it looks like they're not doing too well financially? <laughs> Calvin Klein isn't exactly like Tiffany, you know. I mean, we're, we're talking... You know, also, I mean, Marty's clearly going like like he he's like, look at that four by four. That's hot. Like he, he clearly is looking for the name brand stuff. Right. So and, um, whether or not he's has a job, I highly doubt that since he's a slacker. But <laughs> uh, I imagine he has some allowance to some degree that he can, you know, get what he wants to some. This like I, I'm gonna buy the underwear I want. This is whole other tangent of that movie that I did not want to even think about. That's that's just me nitpicking though. Um, it's just me like, how can he afford that kind of underwear? That stuff is. Expensive. He can't. It's it's called a movie sponsorship. <laughs> the course. same way he asked for a Pepsi in 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 uh, movie two. Right. Um, We'll get to movie two later. Um, other things, I just remember thinking it was a pretty light movie until a certain scene towards the end involving Biff and his mother. And I'm pretty sure it was... Well, that, well that, that's part two as well. No, 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 no. Um, like the, They're at the prom or whatever dance it is. And like Biff is like in the car with her trying to... Uh, to me, like oh, it was oh, obviously... You're, uh, you're, you're talking about Biff and Lorraine and being the fact that that's basically date rape. Yeah, date rape. Like to me, it was like... Oh shoot, he's trying to rape her. Like I was taking this yeah, scene very like, seriously there's, and it's like there there's stuff that I've seen as an adult now that I watch in in in, in the series that I'm like this is a little more than I remember it being. Yeah, like um you told me that when we were watching it, I was just like, dude, that's the first thing I thought of when this all started. Yeah, like it's you 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 got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. Just, Especially like if if you're if you're watching it as an adult, you really got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. Uh, my thing uh, is that um, a lot of it. Knowing Biff's character, it's not too shocking that he was trying to do what I saw. So there's that too. Yeah, that's what actually I would say is a really uh, a strong point. Especially well, I mean, movie one, uh, Back to the Future. The the original wasn't like, like it wasn't supposed to spawn two sequels. It was supposed to be a standalone in the first place. Right, and uh, um, so so. But but what I love about what the writers did with Biff is like they really great Amazon guys backing up. Um, but but Biff's character very quickly it shows it like it teaches you to hate him the first time you see him. And then when you see him uh, in 1955, uh, I guess it is, um, 58, I don't know. I, I'm already forgetting. The 50s. You see that interaction with him and his dad again. And it's the same interaction, and now you hate him even more. And you've only seen him on screen for maybe five minutes. Right. And you as an audience is, is already like, I hate this guy. My thoughts were, um, and this is more with Marty's dad as an adult, I'm just like, why don't you have a spine, sir? Like, tell him to F off, obviously he he needs you more than you need him. So well, there, there there are people like that Yeah, in, in all aspects of life. It's true, and um, that's not what this podcast is about, though. <laughs> Well, uh, no, but it's about tangents, and I'm willing, to, I'm willing to jump on this one for a second. Okay, then um, jump on it. <laughs> Because it's uh, uh, 
it it really personifies I, I, this is what I love about like, I'm not saying the story of Back to the Future is like really fantastic because it's to me it's um it, it, it's it's fun and it does things that are certainly different but it has certain a level of genericness to it um that I, that I both um recognize but all at the same time appreciate wholeheartedly um <laughs> Um, I, th- but, I think my thing is that you have a nostalgia for it, and I waited for a very long time, mostly because of disinterest, to see it. And it's just like, I think it's just because I've seen, and once again, going back to the fact that my my first exposure to science fiction was uh, the Time Machine. Yeah, it was if, more if, 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 high quality, and um, I really like the '60s version. By the way. I don't know about anything being this in, in in the sixties being a higher quality than anything in the eighties, but in terms of storytelling, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and, and and that's that's sort of the thing of, of like, if you were already interested in sort of the science fictiony stuff, Back to the Future is going to seem wrong, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, my, um, uh, this is me overanalyzing something, but why does Marty retain his memories of the original timeline and this and that? But I'm just like, you know what? But, but like that—that's the thing. Like, I uh, for those listeners, uh, I, I told I told Lucas this going in. You you cannot look at Back to the Future if you understand other time travel stuff because it's a very linear and very. Like 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 once you're on this journey, you just gotta roll with it. Right, and like um, um, the end of part. Anything, anything we know about uh, sci-fi series, anything from Doctor Who to Stargate to Star Trek to Star, I don't know, Star Wars didn't. No, do, Star Wars doesn't do time, time travel. Um, at least not um, in the new canon. But um, I'm, I don't know Battlestar Galactica, but I imagine they did something with time travel. Yeah, uh, they considered it, but decided um, on no quantum leap for sure. Oh. Both the old and new versions. Oh, that poor actor passed. As well as literally just modern movies. So, for the the grand scheme of the past uh, decade, mostly the past five years, would be um, uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. And I, I, what's what I love, especially about Endgame, is is Paul Rudd character as. Um, uh, Ant Man saying, "You mean, uh, pardon my French for for um, listeners. You mean Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit?" And they're like, "Yeah, pretty much." But the, the thing is, like, if you grew up with Back to the Future, you kind of knew that once you got into the other thing. But but the uh, scientific understanding of time travel, the way it has permeated in the past. 15 to 20 years in, into culture. Uh, I feel like for a lot of people can make Back to the Future less enjoyable. And I think that's possibly where you're coming from. In that because you understand time travel in the general relativity side of how science has permeated into that. Uh, has made it be like, well, that's wrong. I'm like, yeah, of course it's wrong. We know it's wrong now. In my defense, I did my best to turn off my brain for this movie. Yeah. 
it, uh, it, it, it is it is absolutely a movie, and if we consider the first Mulan as the movie, and then the rest of them as uh, the trilogy, it, it is one you have to kind of shut your scientific brain off for to kind of get, because the the, the because the the franchise goes, it it explains its own lore, even though as those of us in current scientific movie watching realms um understand it's really all sorts of wrong <laughs> oh, oh by the way ben you gotta watch donnie darko because um it's nice well i'll explain well they explain some time travel stuff which um uh, maybe accurate may not be i have to actually go back and check on my notes um yeah that's it called um but they actually do touch upon how a certain type of car could make could protect the body during time travel, so maybe they're onto something with the DeLorean after all. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> some stuff is just wishful thinking. Some stuff is actually like, hey, this maybe someone's imagination could make this work. Uh, uh, actually, I want to take a tangent for a second uh, about the suspension of disbelief and and thinking about too much in movies. Uh, have you seen Tenet? Yes. Ugh. <laughs> too much thinking for me. Not that it's bad. Yeah. But it's like... Also, I know you're immediately going to be bleeping yourself for that because you just did that in your own podcast. Um, <laughs> um, but I I wanted to uh, bring that up because that is a movie that I really enjoyed it. Of course. And it as well as um, I would say as well as oh shoot, damn movie. Inception that I actually only just saw earlier this year. Um, I, I appreciate what Chris, what Christopher Nolan as a director is doing with a lot of his movies, especially as pushing the scientific, the the sci-fi limit uh, in, in in general. Like one, he he is great at visual storytelling, hands down. He is great at at directing his actors. It's it's incredible. Oh, for sure. Uh, his his like that like, like he seems to be always working with Hans Zimmer and Hans Zimmer as a as as a composer knocks out of the park every time. Story wise, <laughs> for Tenet as well as for Inception, but probably not as much. Um, what I found is that rather than having to, sh- sh- rather, I think it's easier to shut my brain off to enjoy the movie than having to turn it on to try and to try to enjoy it more. Uh, I think, my... I think uh, Inter- Interstellar did this to me a lot too, uh, but not as much. Um, in, in that, um, uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, no, that's part three. <laughs> A Back to the Future? Yeah. Come on. I, I, I like part three. We're, we, we'll get to our ratings at the end, I'm sure. And there's but, a joke about the fact that there's a train at the end. I, 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 I probably, I, they're probably the only reason I like part three is because there's a train, but that's just me. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so, I think for a, a, a good movie is one that doesn't, force you to shut your brain off or on in either direction. Uh, Back to the Future, when I was a kid, is one that I... I mean, I kind of go went in blind at that point, so I didn't know what to do with it. And it opened my mind to new things. 
watching it as an adult, it's a brain, it, it's a movie I have to shut my brain off. Be- right. Because I've gotten to, I've, I've, be- I'm, be- I've become more scientifically literate to do it. Uh, a movie like Tenant or like um, Inception, it's a brain. I have to, tr- it, it's a brain, it's a brain, it's a movie I have to turn my brain on for. Um, and I think it suffers in that way, in the same sense that turning my brain off for does for certain movies. In, in that I I have to either think more or think less. And so I'm taken out of the, the suspension of disbelief in trying to do so while also trying to watch a movie. And that, 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 that's so much mental stuff that I don't want to have to do that while just trying to enjoy entertainment. Uh, or, or it, since this is a tangent ever after, enjoy a story. Right. Uh, and I think, I think if you have to think too much in either direction, it destroys some of the story for you. Uh, my thoughts are, because um, I don't like or hate Tenet, but I will say that um, it was the first movie I saw when like, we were slowly starting to reopen stuff in the general world during pandemic, because my nephew yeah. picked it. And I just thought, oh, gosh darn it, I'm actually going to have to think through this. It's a pandemic and I have to think. Yeah, <laughs> Well, that was, that was my problem with yeah, like that was my problem with Inception as well as Tenet. Is like it was forcing me to think, and in, in forcing me to think, while I'm not mad at it for doing that, I couldn't focus on the story because I was thinking about how it was supposed to work. Okay, so um, for listeners, I do not think I I am educated. I do not think I'm the smartest person in the world. Um, I, I'm also like, what, what is that line? I'm educated. Like, jeez, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, so my degree is in the field of science. Um, not in physics or not, not, not helping yourself, but okay. Not in physics <laughs> or uh, any sort of um, time travel. Um, but the thing is that you kind of have to learn a little bit of everything with every science degree. So like, um, I literally cannot turn off my brain for any movie. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like Christopher Nolan, like his thing is to sound as smart as possible, to blow the minds of people, and I'm just okay. Well, that's yeah. A thing. <laughs> if, if 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 you're doing it to screw with people, that's one thing. But if you're doing it to tell a story, that's another thing. Like um, I think with the Inception, it's more psychology based, and um, Tenant was yeah, more. I, I, I think I think that was why Inception worked, but Tenant in some ways didn't is because inception told a good story tenant didn't really have a story it was just like let's throw as many confusing elements in here as we can just to screw with the audience pretty much pretty much um my thoughts are my nephew owes me two hours of my life back that's my final thought on that movie no i i no i i would disagree i i thoroughly enjoyed Tenet. I do want to watch it again because knowing now now knowing how it ends, I want to do it again. Uh, but but I I'm, I'm pretty sure even in watching it again, I will still have no idea what the hell's going on. Uh, which which I th- which which again, I think is probably a, a notion to probably more poor storytelling than good storytelling. It's a one and done uh, for me. Yeah. Sp- so speaking of one and done, is Back to the Future one and done for you, or are you willing to go through it again to see 
things you may not have seen the first time? Um, I might see it a few more times. It's I, I might... to, be, to be fair. To be fair, I did point out a lot of stuff to you. Yeah, and um, yeah. it is for free on Peacock, so um, I have Peacock. Peacock is free. Um, we're not sponsored by Peacock. We're not. Hulu used to be free too, but you know, I mean, it still is. But, but like they're doing the smart thing where it's like you can get free, but there's commercials. Um, if you pay, then you don't get commercials. It's how I'm watching Warehouse 13 right now. Ah, uh, yes, another great show that we'll have to talk about once you finish. Yes, yes. Um, back to the main topic. Uh, so I will comment that I was a little shocked because um. Marty gets into more scraps and actually fights back more than I expected. I was like, whoa, 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 you're punching someone? You're throwing the first punch? Well, little little one, two up in there. Yeah. More so, more so in, again, movies two and three than the first one, but... Well, I mean, no, the first one he does... Yeah, he throws a few punches. a few times. And, like, good punches enough to, like, knock Biff out for, or someone out. Like, he knocks someone out. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on one second. This kid knocked out someone. Well, you, th- you say kid, he's probably like 17. Uh, I think it's just, it's just... At, least, at least in portrayal of the movie, not what he actually was in, in terms of acting. I think it's because, well, I don't know his height for that movie, but he looks like shorter than us, which isn't saying much, but it's like... Well, wow. he's, he's, probably, he's probably your height more than definitely my height, but... Um... And, and Biff is probably at least 6'2". Oh, for sure. If not, if not taller, but he's also he's also bulky. He's got the the. He's yeah. got muscles from um, a baby of household that led his character. <laughs> oh, so uh, I, I, I I don't know where your outline is taking you, but I I do want to talk about uh, the character work and the story building in in the in the movies. Go ahead, um, because I, I think it's I honestly I I've. There are a few, both franchises and just movies as a whole, that I feel like are that can really top it. I will say that, um, in, in, in term in terms of like introduce a character, get like get you into their psyche within like a five to ten minute period, and I, and then like I, and just take you along for the ride. All right. So my thing is, um, along with my shock that um, uh, did it, Marty is a. Uh, more violence than I expected. Um, Doc is not in the movie as much as he thought it would be, and Biff is a horrible, horrible person who comes to my house, so that resulted in that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, like they, they introduce Biff, and they really make you hate him very quickly. You're like, I want all the bad things to happen to Biff forever. And they do! And they do throughout the course of the trilogy, but... I think it's just because of my job. I'm just like, oh, he came from a broken home. He needs this type of therapy and this and that. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, you, you can excuse broken home to some degree, but at the same time, it's like, no, all of the tannins are absolute monsters. That's true, too. Um, but got to break the cycle at some point. But um, this is, <laughs> I am not qualified to talk about that. <laughs> if, if, we were, if, if Back to the Future was a TV show rather than a movie, some tannin will probably have broken the cycle, right? And been friends with Marty or or one of the 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 tangents of that uh, family, but uh, <laughs> tangents or ta- tannins? So we're gonna <laughs> move on to part two. We're gonna do a bad segue, a segue in. Uh, 
So part two, I hate it. It was a waste of my time. I'm sorry. No, no, that that's fair. Uh, you, as well as most fans, consider part two to be the lowest movie of the three. Um, I, I mean, like part two is mostly just like the tales of part one and then setting up part three. Right, that was uh, basically all movie two. That's basically all part two was. Uh, my thing is that, um, and this isn't really touched about in part one, was like this sudden thing that um, Marty is this arrogant person who would get upset over the smallest comments. Is like, don't uh, call uh, me it, chicken. It, it, it's, right. So, again, that that is that has been a long-standing thing among among fans, among analysts of of the three. It was a contrived introduction in the second one to set up the third one. Right. Um. So it it doesn't make like chicken and like hung, and then the music like like shifts and it's like and and you, and you as a viewer are like where the hell did this come from? Like it's very light in the first one, but it's not like he wouldn't lose his spit for um, being called chicken. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's again it, part part of it comes to to, to to the to the writing sense of. There wasn't supposed to, there weren't there weren't supposed to be a two and a three, but so they had to find a way to build an arc essentially for, for Marty. And, um, um, here's a fun fact for that for our listeners. Um, there was a Japanese man on the uh, on the screen. Um, I don't know how to describe it, and I was like, oh, he looks like my... like a... I saw that scan you just did. <laughs> so it's like or whatever a... the line was. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, he looks like my my cousin's husband!" And like, I took, I went to Facebook like right then and there. I was like, "Look at him!" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, stupid." All Japanese people look the same. You horrible person. <laughs> uh, for real though, he does look like him. Um, I know that sounds horrible, <laughs> but he looks like him. Okay, um, you've gone my horrible. Yeah, ways I mean, out of I. The way. <laughs> My my only real issue with, with part two is that the fir- like the, there's the whole future part and the first of this and we have to take care of this and then like a whole other thing happens that then moves like so the first like twenty minutes of that story you could probably just completely throw out um, in the grand scheme of things and, but I mean I I appreciate the thing and I appreciate the 1980s <laughs> interpretation of 2015. Especially in retrospect, um, but still working it, on those hoverboards. It, it it is very much a uh, uh, two arc story for 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 part two that bleeds into the like like you have the like really like the the up and down. They're resolving the the line at the end of the first movie of something's got to be done about your kids. Yeah, and and that was that was the first like twenty minutes minutes of part two, right? I and then and, and then part and then after that it introduced like like this longer thing that that bled into Marty's chicken thing as well as what led into uh, part three. But it's it's yeah, part 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 two has all sorts of problems, right? And uh... it's it's still enjoyable. It's still fun, but no, it isn't. <laughs> Well, the other thing too is like it's also like a huge tonal shift. Like, like movie one is fun and well, relatively lighthearted if you don't count the weird incest and, and rape scenes. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, 
um, it it it, uh, it it's still relatively like eh, okay whatever. Part two is dark, yeah. like like really dark. Like n- okay, normally one like Biff marrying his mom and things and. Biff had his dad killed too. That, that it, like like killed his dad. Two McFlies with the same gun. Weird, like hookers and gambling and weird stuff like that. And then there's the end of two, which still is probably the, it, at least as an adult now, the thing that sticks out is uh, Biff in the tunnel, trying to run down Marty on the hoverboard at, at the very end of two. Um. I just want to say that like, it, it's he's got murder eyes in mm-hmm. that scene. Like he's staring him down. Like I'm gonna effing kill you. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, my thing. This is, is dark. So I would say this first. I just realized that part two upset me so much that I actually didn't think at all during the movie. <laughs> so there's that. Well, you got a you got a good suspension of disbelief, I guess then. If you upset me enough, yes. Or if you, if I walk in with low expectations, yes too. Um, my thoughts are that my now thinky thoughts because I was thinking while walking my dogs today. Um, how come the FBI didn't catch on to Biff coincidentally winning every gambling thing for the past thirty years? <laughs> Again, suspension of disbelief. You just you just gotta roll with it. Like um. Like when I was watching, I was again like you're you're thinking about it too much. Just 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 run with the movie. Just run with the movie. That's the thing. That's the key to get getting me to like a movie. Um, you got to distract me. You got to distract me with a little Pikachu. You got to upset me. You got to have uh, Meryl Streep, something like that. You, you got to have Ryan Reynolds going Pika! in the background. <laughs> exactly. That's what you got to do. Uh, we got to make that next episode for sure. I don't think we've talked about that yet. Uh, we lightly talked about Detective Pikachu. Um, I do want to do it. We, we, it, is, it has not been its own episode. That's that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, it's like it needs to be. It does. It very much does. Back to the main story. Back to this main tangent. Yeah. Um, I will say that to the future. <laughs> I will say that I do like that. Um. I like that the hoverboard they're using is actually meant for little girls of the future of 2015. It's like it has Barbie on it. It's that Barbie pink, and they're like, "We gotta it's, use it's, this." It's, it's, the, it's, it's the Mattel Barbie uh, thing, and and they keep using it, but they don't. Yeah, they don't make a big deal about it. So that's a yay for me and gender equality. <laughs> but, there, but there's also like like every movie. A lot of people criticize this, and you haven't yet, which is surprising to me. Is that every movie is the same movie? Oh no, I got that, but I'm just like <laughs> '80s, whatever. But no, like there, there's always a scene in a bar cafe. There's always a scene where he steals a board of sorts. I mean, they went to the same and, and, and gets it's rolled around the town. For three, it was like Biff drag. There, there was a scene. Where he wakes up to his mom in every movie. Um, oh, and, shoot, and, you're right. Yeah, did you not know that? <laughs> I mean, um, you didn't, didn't catch her? Like, Mom, is that you? You're back in good old 1955. You're good on the old 47th floor or whatever the second one was. You're, you're, good, in, you're good in 
at the McFly farm. And it's, 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 just, it's just the same thing. Do me a favor and say McFly farm in an Irish accent, please. Uh, hold on. I haven't heard it probably since we, we were... I'm going to bust the list. You're, you're back at the McFly... Sorry. <laughs> Uh, You're back at me. Oh, God, I I have, to, I have to hear it. I can't I can't do it without that, hearing it. Let's skip it then. Um, um but you 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 you're back safe and sound at the McFly Farm. McFly Farm. <laughs> you're my, you're my, my. Who are you? <laughs> the name is Maggie. Maggie McFly. And that's Mrs. Don't you forget the Mrs. All right, well, was that the same actress that played his young mom, or... Yes, it was. That that was um, Leah Thompson. Uh, same same actress that played uh, young mom and old mom and older mom and and uh, Maggie McFly. Maggie McFly. Wow, the McFly's, um, they all look the same since he's playing his own well, there, There's also... I heard this somewhat recently. It was... Um, wait a minute. His mom that was his mom is also his his other like I feel like there's some weird inbreeding happening there. Uh this is so this is trope called Generation Xerox where like um like say you met like your patient grand- zero basically. Yeah, like um you're the exact copy of someone. It's just um it's kinda cool and kinda creepy. Seamus. Seamus McFly. Like um, I get that they probably didn't want to hire an actor. Just... Also, also to be fair, I still have no idea how they did that scene where they, it was Seamus slapping Marty, and they pan up, and it's and it's him. Like I still have no idea how they did that. Movie magic. I've been trying to figure that out for years. I they're like, it's it's really obvious in part two with the two diffs. Right. And. And and even the two docs in in that one scene because they're playing it between like like. For the two docs, it's between the lampposts, between the two biffs, it's like the the split in the door, the way they layer it. I still have no idea how they did that in motion in a pan up with the two, with with Marty and Seamus. I I have not figured that out yet. They used the DeLorean to travel to the future to use modern movie technology. You happy? <laughs> well, I mean, I the thing is, I even know how it's done for for. The, the, that Eddie Murphy movie, um, Nutty Professor. Like I know how it's done there too, digitally, but the camera is still for that. Right. The camera isn't still for that pan up, and that was in the, that pan up was thirty years ago. I almost twenty five years ago, whatever. It is a long time ago. Like like my brain can't can't figure that out. I'm sure somebody in the film industry could explain it to me. I mean, someday. I've but at the same time, at the same time, I don't know if I want to know because I like guessing. I like trying to figure it out. Um. Well, I'll, I'll just send you a Christmas present. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I don't, don't, don't tell me how it's done. Don't send me anything about how it's. Done. Don't send me a DVD where they explain it. I don't want to know. Oh, actually. Just, oh, okay. Fine. Fine. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want the behind the scenes where they explain it. So I, 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 I like the mystery. Okay, so part one, fun. Part two, awful. Offends me. Part, part three, three. Part, part two isn't awful. It's just 
not one or three. <laughs> so part three. Um, yeah. I liked this one a lot more than I thought it would, and it's because I, I, I don't care for Westerns. Um, I'm sorry, Western fans. Me, hey, me neither. I, I've never been a Western thing, but I appreciate what they were doing, and it was really really fun. Right, and... Uh, to, to, really, really to poke fun of the genre, especially. Right, and um, I think it's just because I'm familiar with um, those authors that they mention, um, Jules Verne being the inspiration for Doc and um, Mrs. Doc, mm-hmm. I forgot her name. Yeah, Clara. Clara. Clayton. Clara Clayton. I'm sorry, I'm just going to call her Clara just because of Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, okay. So I. No, you will not. She's huh? Clara Clayton. Clara. She fell in right. She, she almost. Mrs. Clayton fell almost. Almost fell into Clayton Ravine. <gasps> I, I thought that was interesting that um that they were slowly changing time, like, um, because uh, Clayton Ravine was supposed to be named after her accidental death because of i don't even know why that horse got spooked right so so this is the thing that i actually actually in fairly recent years came came to realize is actually amazing that this is in the movie because i didn't recognize it for the longest time so uh a lot of people say well how would like is she the thing and doc saved her but the, the snake spooked the horses but if doc was there then she wouldn't have been named after thing in, in time paradox and stuff. So when in, in when when we were watching too, I I I recognized it before this, but I smiled all the way through the scene. Yeah, you did. When <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about yet. I feel like I do, but keep going. Um, when uh. Doc and Marty are talking about the railroad track. Like th- this section skews off the track and goes right into Shonash Ravine. It's weird they call it's weird they call it sh- uh, right into Clayton Ravine. It's weird they call it Shonash Ravine. That whole scene. Mm-hmm. Clara is in the background. Oh, oh. And 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 the scene the scene before that the scene before that is is whatever the mayor is saying like hey you agreed to to meet the the new school teacher at the station uh and 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 everything like like that and yes and I'll be there and everything so so they were there mm-hmm. they were there at the station at, as it would have been previously with 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 uh doc going to with the gravestone and all the the previous uh uh timeline stuff so they went to the station but she was there the entire time in their conversation you can see her in the background waiting for him to pick her up but he never does. Hmm. So at some point, she then just takes her cart with her horses and and goes off. And him and Marty are still having this conversation, running through the, through the story, and she's in the background. Okay. And so her being spooked by the horses and going off the cliff would have been the original timeline. Yeah, that would have been it. Um, the original but, time. But because Marty was there, it was both the original timeline and the Doc timeline before Marty came. Mm-hmm. If, if if this isn't confusing enough for anybody listening or not, so 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 both like all like all three tangents are happening of that timeline concurrently. So the reason why she was spooked by the horses and ran was the original thing of the teacher falling in, into the thing, but because Doc was there. In the first segment, before Marty, 
docked better at the train station so it didn't happen. And then the second time through, maybe third time through, depending on how you look at it, Marty and Doc were there, didn't meet her at the train station, but saved her on the way. And still changed the timeline. Right. As a result. Marty remembers everything because he's still in his third, fourth tertiary timeline. Uh, 1955 Doc is still operating on that, and, and, and 1985 Doc in 1885 is operating on... Like, like all the timelines are happening, happening at the same time, which is why they don't recognize it. Because it's not a multi, it, it it's it's multiverse without being multiverse, basically. And 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 Doc and Marty are essentially the the MacGuffins in in the in the trilogy, because everything is is reliant on them being where they're supposed to be in order for the timeline to be right. Right, right. Um, it, the more, it's, yeah, it's like it's if you want to think about it. It's it's it makes sense, but it makes sense in the wrong ways. Right, um, makes more sense than a magical orc arena creating three split timelines. But that was <laughs> last episode. <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, back to part three. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, it was a neat little story about um two. It was more Doc's story. Um, yeah, like we we got we got Marty's story. Now it's Doc's story. Now it's Doc's turn to to have a love interest to have, you know. And she's a lovely lady. Um, uh, Marty learned a thing or two about humidity from his ancestors. About you don't go into fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like that's. I feel like, like that that's why two works for me is because of that full arc for three. All right, and um. Of of that conversation with Seamus, like he reminds me of Martin. Who? My brother. Wait, wait. You had a brother named Martin McFly. And and that whole that that realization, that full arc for him is, is really. Uh, and, and 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 again, like they, they play it into it with um, when Biff, like when Biff rides into town that 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 Monday, um, and he's counting down, and and at a certain point. Again, quoting the movie, pardon my French. But but Marty goes just going, He's an asshole. I don't care what Tannen says, I don't care what anyone else says. And and like as soon as he said that Doc gets up. Which symbolism in and of itself, which it, you probably didn't catch until later, if you did. Um but the fact that Doc gets up right then and there is like this is the future changing right here. Right, and um, I may have missed it. It's like it's been a while since I've. It's been two months since I've seen it. <laughs> um, I'm really it too, but actually, but 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 I'm a fanboy of the franchise. So. I've I've debated about rewatching on Peacock. Um, then I'm just like, eh, nah. Um, do it, do it. I gotta finish Warehouse 13 first, and we gotta make a sci-fi episode and a Pikachu episode and this and that. Um. And a Christmas episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, I disagree with the Christmas episode, but okay. Okay, so then. So, I feel that 3 is a good... Let's turn this around. Um, fix up everything. Happy turn after. Turn the car around. Sorry. 
hey, if anyone's going to be singing on the show, it's me. And only me. I can't keep a note. I'll, I'll hold you to it. Okay, cool. Anyways. Everything is resolved. Um, The DeLorean gets destroyed. And then you inform me, oh, two others like that exist. And only two more. Yeah, again, it's like you... The, the whole ser- like the whole trilogy is tied up in a nice little bow at the end. It really is, and um, and I... and you know, for so, some people might like that, some people might not. I appreciate that a lot more than I think right. some other people I know might. Not saying you, I'm just saying some other people I know. Uh, I I like stories that that conclude don't and and don't just like eh, ambiguous eh, whatever at the end. Inception. <clears throat> Wait, do you see Back to the Future yet? I haven't seen it. Um, I don't care to see it. For real. What? Um, Back to the Future, the animated series. Uh, it's, oh, that's right. There was some goofy Saturday morning cartoon thing. I'm sure. There was also, was a, telltale, there was also a Telltale game, and there's also a musical, and I don't care about any of those things. I'm interested in that game, but let's talk about that later. Uh, no, well, way, well, the, game, the, the game you can't get at this point because Telltale went bankrupt, so you probably can't get it. Actually, I think I'm aware of it. Um, I think Angry Video back when early. No, 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 I, I take it back. You probably can get it, but it would be a, a, a bootleg. Right, right. So now I remember it. I know which game it is. No. Um, what's it called? Da 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 da. Da da. Okay. I lost my train of thought. Okay, have train, on, train, train, train. Okay. So then. I, you pointed something about the kid on the train, one of Doc's sons, and um oh <laughs> I forgot what it was, but it was like most, the most infamous thing ever. Hmm. Kid, 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 pointing at the crotch. I actually found found this out about uh, after we watched this. Um, apparently, the motion the kid was doing was to his mom, I guess, to le- to let her know he needed to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess, yeah, it kind of makes sense because the kid's like five, but at the same time, it's like, dude. It's like, you should have gone before we went to the future. Also, with, with as much attention to detail as, as everything the, the director and, and, and everything played into, like, how did they not catch that shit? No idea. Um, where was it going to go? Before we complete, and I completely forgot about this, I will compliment three on this, that the whole train scene of, like, trying to save Clara, Clara, um, Clara, Clara, Clayton. like, it was actually very suspenseful for me. I was like, wait, you know how this ends, but it's still suspenseful. How is she going to yeah, survive? <laughs> right. Like, the, that's that's what I think, of, again, like, I'll rewatch it, but at the same time, it's like, I'm still, I'm still caught up at the moment. Like, I know what happens. Like, like, but, but it's still, it's still like, you're, you're, you're in there. You're in there with the characters and like the, the world that they built in the story that they built. Like, you're, you're like, Get her! Just get her before she falls! Like, uh, uh. Alright, and, um, like, there's only been a handful of, uh, I'd say more TV episodes, and, like, I've shown those episodes to you where they still have the same effect for me. Where, like, um, 
even though I've seen it like a good 10 or so times, like the emotions still get to me. Um, a good example for of this would be uh, the Doctor Who episode Demons of the Punjab, where um, I'm pretty sure it's a good episode considering who the writer was, um, considering who the showrunner was, actually. Um, and it may if, have if, you to... have make, if you have to make that many excuses, maybe it wasn't that good. I'm stomp saying. My other thing is that um, I was going through grief at that time, so there's that. <laughs> um, but it's still a... I've watched in a different mindset. It's like there's still certain scenes that still get to me. It's just like, oh, oh, my heart. Oh, I need to have a moment to stay calm. Stay calm. <laughs> um, but that that was me during the whole chasing. It's like, you know how this ends. You've seen the ending, but you're still yeah. worried about Clara. Again, did, uh, really just uh, uh, tenant, ten, tenants, tenants of a good story. Uh, really just being, do you care about the characters? Right, and um, I'm going to be honest, um, Clara was one of the few characters that I was like, heavily invested in. Um, maybe it's because I wanted maybe to be a science she, teacher. Maybe because she was a teacher and she was into science and individuals were in astronomy and all this other stuff. All those things that I like to do. Except astronomy. Um, too much light pollution to go into astronomy. Unfortunately. You're thinking of astrology. No, ast- Wait, isn't astrology with the zodiac signs or is it astronomy? Astrology is zodiac borrows some of the the names and things based on astronomy which is based on both uh, mostly greek and roman stuff from uh the, the classical era um i like the smart one uh the one with the zodiac signs waste of time <laughs> okay Ast- astronomy then yes in that, in that case you are clara clayton <laughs> <laughs> oh dear hi marty ma'am What's weird to me is I know those movies so well. If I sat like just sat and leaned back and closed my eyes, I could play out every scene, every moment of that movie in the, in in my head over the course of of like the two hour runtime for all of them. I, I I could just like sit back and 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 play that movie in in my in the back of my mind. It actually happened to me the other day um, with uh, the sweetest thing because my mom was watching it on Netflix and like, oh, I know this whole movie front and back and. Um... I'd say the only other movie like that for me is Wizard of Oz, um, but that movie gets me too emotional now. The Wizard of Oz is like the most basic of basic basic. Jeez. It's, um... Maybe one day we'll do an episode on it. Maybe. I, then again, I don't think I've seen The Wizard of Oz in probably... 17 years maybe I, I saw i saw it when i was in high school and i was like well that's a thing um for me resident of oz is like oh it's on tv let's drop everything we're doing and watch it <laughs> that that the only movie that does that for me is shawshank redemption uh well and, and also for the love of god please tell me you have seen shawshank redemption i think i know we're gonna see the next time i visit <laughs> Holy! What's that last word? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But like, I I have that on DVD. How did we not watch that? It's literally watching... the greatest movie ever made. Because we we're watching Back to the Future. That's why. Well, I'm sorry. I thought I thought for sure you have seen you know the greatest movie ever made, but apparently not. Mm, 
Isn't Greatest Story Ever Told about Jesus, that movie? Or are we talking about something else? I didn't say Greatest Story Ever Told. I said Greatest Movie Ever Made. Okay. Alrighty, well, that is a tangent for another night. Any final tangents on Back to the Future? Um, one, how do you rank the movies in order? Which I'm pretty sure I know because I'm pretty sure your order is the same as my order. Uh, and also, having avoided it for all of these years, do you think it was worth it? Um... I will say this, I think you like the movie a lot because you have the same nostalgia attached to it that I have for Wizard of Oz, where more than likely if you saw it on TV, you would sit and watch it the same way I would sit and watch Wizard of Oz. So I understand that it's nostalgic for you. Do I wish I had seen it sooner? A little bit. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't have the same opinion I previously had on the series. Um, I do like the series. Um... um Circling back to a previous episode, if I ever get my hands on the Blu-ray, I would definitely watch the bonus features. Um, there is a, there is an art book that I've been eyeing for a Christmas present, but you just told me not to get it for you. Um, so I might just buy it for myself. And my ranking for them are... I like the third one most, and then I like the first one, and the second one can go to hell. <laughs> Okay, I'm 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 one three two then, so we're we're a little different on that. But. Yeah, um, but mostly because you can't you can enjoy three, but you can't really enjoy three without knowing what happened in one. So right, right. Um, like one is the reason why it exists. Um, is it my favorite trilogy? No, that is Lord of the Rings. Um, is it my favorite movie series? Of that thing fluctuates so much, so. Maybe one week it'll be my favorite movie series, and the next week it'll be um, Land Before Time, or not. <laughs> I, I would say Land Before Time, like, one and two. Mostly one, two didn't need to exist, and anything beyond two is, like, no. Yeah, I, I was saying Land Before Time as a joke, because it was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> oh, Okay. Um, I thought you wanted to talk about movies. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so thank you all for joining us tonight. My name is Lucas. You can find me at lucasgo underscore art forty six on the Instagram and the Twitter. Ben, where can they find you? Uh, my name is Ben. You can find me at cinderblockstudios.com uh, or just by searching that name and looking for a logo that looks like the Earth, and you can find me on a variety of platforms all over the internet. Right, and you can find us on Tangent EA Pod on the Twitter. We don't do Instagram. You can find us on anchor and on itunes and google play and pocket casts and literally every podcast service except for iHeartRadio and um our old home what's our old home uh i forgot the name of it already but um i'm still a little upset about it <laughs> wow pick a home we are we have a home we're on anchor okay Alrighty. Uh, have a pleasant tomorrow, people. Um, have a lovely Thanksgiving. Uh, if you have family, please be safe with them. Uh, get vaccinated. Get your booster shot. Um, any news for the audience, Ben? 
Uh, my news would be, uh, of course, Scott! Good night, everyone.